Hey guys, welcome to another episode in Performance Medicine Audio. These are the conversations that make up our weekly doctor's note. This week, as you may already know, is on aspirin and the ways that aspirin can help prevent heart disease and cancer. We also get into the different dosing of aspirin and and what doses you should be taking daily and how uh, and if you are you know, taking a, a, a regular NSAID, how to take an NSAID with your aspirin, which should conf- come first, etc. Uh, so anyways, if you got a lot out of the, the doctor's note email this morning, I think you'll get even more out of the conversation. Uh, we go pretty deep uh, into all the hows and the whys. So without further ado, here is our conversation on aspirin. Dr. Rogers, on your list of mm-hmm. vitamins and supplements, one thing you have on, on all of your favorites for, for ages over 40 or 50, I believe, is, is aspirin. And, and I think that we wanted to talk a little bit about that. So, so first tell us, why should, who should be on aspirin and why? That's a great question because I do recommend aspirin to many, many of my mm-hmm. people. I know I've been... Uh, taking aspirin since age 40 uh, as a prevention. And the more we know about it, the more convinced I am that uh, most people should be doing it. There are some exceptions, though. Really, aspirin's a really old, old drug that comes from the bark of a willow tree. Uh, we used to treat fevers and arthritis and any kind of pain with it. And we, it's almost like a wonder drug. There's like a hundred and 20 billion tablets used worldwide. So it's a huge, huge thing. But, you know, there's some disagreement on, you know, who should take it and who shouldn't. And I thought uh, I'd give you my thoughts on um, should you take it or not? We know that it interferes with clotting factors, platelets. And when you bleed, your platelets build up at the side of a wound, kind of seals it. But with your heart, if you have narrowed arteries through atherosclerosis, um, if these narrowed walls get inflamed and burst, it forms a blood clot, which prevents the blood flow to the heart itself. And that's what causes a heart attack, an MI. So we know by interfering with these um, platelets, the clotting factors of the platelets, you know, it can help prevent an MI, even when you're taking, when you're having an MI, the first thing you do is chew up an adult aspirin. Um, but for today's talk, we're mostly talking about um, prevention. And the se- second thing we'll get into in a minute is prevention of cancer with, with aspirin. Um, I tell all my patients about this great benefit too. Um, so in general, what I tell people is that Unless you have a reason not to take aspirin, like um, stomach ulcers, an aspirin allergy, or a blood clotting disorder, then the benefits probably outweigh the risk. Um, definitely, if you're a man over 40, women, a woman over 50, or you have risk factors for MIs, like hypertension, diabetes, high cholesterol, family history, obesity, smoking, if you're inactive. Um, the benefits are probably going to outweigh the risk. Um, you know, I came across an interesting article recently is the reason I wanted to do this is because I always recommended 81 for everybody. Um, but really, 
a lot of new evidence shows that if you weigh more than 160 pounds, you should probably be taking between 150 mm -hmm. and 325 uh, milligrams of a coated aspirin. Um, so the 81 milligram for a large person probably is not going to be real effective, uh, at least for um, heart attack prevention. Um, there's a lot of studies that are ongoing about this. The other thing I wanted to point out, Ben, that is what about other non-steroidal anti-inflammatories like ibuprofen, uh, naproxen, Mobic, all those, Celebrex. Um, one thing I'll tell you is that if you take those on a regular basis, um, take your aspirin first and wait at least two hours before taking your ibuprofen or those other drugs. Um, so you won't negate the effect of, of the aspirin. Um, the other thing I'll tell you is that if you have pending surgery or dental work, I always ask my friend, Dr. Bateman about this one. Um, how long should you stop your aspirin before you get your teeth worked on or surgery? And, and some of them say a week, some of them say three days, but ask your, your surgeon or, or dentist about this. Um, also, if you do take regular aspirin daily and you stop it abruptly, um, you could be at risk for some rebound clotting. So I tell my patients to kind of taper off um, like most medicines. Another interesting thing is that we know non-steroidals, NSAIDs, can cause heart disease. So you got to be careful. Um, uh, all in all, I think that um, if you looked at all the studies, naproxen is probably the safest and not causing heart disease. So you, you can precipitate heart disease with, with non-steroidal anti-inflammatories like Motrin. You know, they took Vioxx off the market for that, caused something like 140,000 MIs over a four-year period that it was out. So they took it off the market. Um, so you got to kind of look at that too. It's mostly for people that had existing heart disease or, or real risk factors. So you got to be careful even with taking um, Motrin and those type of things. Uh, but as far as, as it comes to cancer, you know, I've recommended for my patients for a long time that they, they also can benefit by taking aspirin to stop uh, formation of cancer. But we also now know that it stops the spread of cancer cells, the, the metastasis. You know, cancer is an inflammatory state, and we know that aspirin inhibits like, inhibits like hormone substances like they're called prostaglandins that can trigger inflammation, pain, and, and blood clotting. So that's, that's one way it works. It also, aspirin will boost a molecule called resolvins, which quench uh, the fire of inflammation. Now, keep in mind that it may not work for all people, but... Uh, you know, and so there probably going to be some genetic testing that will kind of give you a clue as to whether or not it'll work for you. But we know that um, a daily aspirin will lower the risk of colon, stomach, esophageal, pancreatic cancer, and also to a lesser extent, lung cancer, prostate cancer, breast cancer. So to me, this is really exciting news and it kind of goes along with something I've recommended for my patients for years um, that most of them should probably be taking an aspirin. Should, uh, should, so. you, repl should you replace like, you know, uh, Motrin or ibuprofen with aspirin for, for pain relief? 
Not really. No, I don't think you should. Um, you, you know, you have to don't, take, don't take them together. Don't take them together. Plus, you know, aspirin is pretty effective. Um, as you know, little kids should not take aspirin. Um, but, you know, you'd have to take quite a few aspirin, which would probably irritate your stomach a lot more than, than some of the other non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Um, so, no, I don't think it's you should take it for that, but um, unless you can't take another non-steroidal. But here we're mostly talking about um, prevention of heart disease and cancer. So it's just an interesting subject. And what's the, er what's, is the earliest you recommend it is, you know, around 40 for males and 50 for females? Uh, usually, unless, unless you have risk factors, uh, you should start taking it earlier. Um, but in general, yes, you know, men have a more higher risk for heart disease than women until about age 50. And then women, when their hormones decline, they catch up with men really quickly. And actually, you know, and women that are postmenopausal, then, you know, heart, heart attacks can sometimes be a lot more fatal and worse on them. So, um, it's all, take all these things into consideration. You, you might've already explained this, uh, in this conversation, but I, but I want to, I want to, possibly go over it one more time is how exactly does it work in terms of, you know, preventing blood clots and stuff like that? You, you mentioned something about the platelets. Can you explain that just a, one, one more time? Well, it, it interferes with uh, the clotting factors called platelets. So it kind of thins your blood so it doesn't um, form a clot that will occlude those small coronary arteries, especially if you already have, fatty deposits called atherosclerosis that are clogging them up. Then they get inflamed and they burst and they form a clot. That's what causes heart attacks um, is that, that uh, um, inflammatory clotting of the blood that occludes the vessel. Um, okay. Uh, now, when, when someone's deciding between an 81 milligram and possibly a higher dose, is it, is it just based on weight? Uh, in size, is that how you would uh, decide that? Yeah, I mean, anybody over 160 pounds should probably take uh, more than um, more than an 81. They should probably take a, a at least a 160. And if, if you're a full-size man, probably a 325. But huh. take it coated, so it won't irritate the stomach so much. But then uh, you should probably... Um, if you if you have acute chest pain, they say to chew up an aspirin, chew up a 325 non-coated aspirin. So and that's if you're having chest pain right at that moment. Right. And then you call 911 and get to right. the emergency. Right. So that's kind of that's kind of my feelings, Ben. All right, Dr. Rogers. Well, that's it for this week. And uh, and as always, we'll see you next Sunday. Thanks, Ben. Thanks. See you next week. Bye.